Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Second Chronicles chapter 20. If you're there, you say amen. If you're not yet there, I'll wait for you to get there. I'm going to read many scriptures today, but it's expedient. It came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Amnon and with them other besides the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Somebody say, I'm hearing. Then there came some people that told Jehoshaphat saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side Syria and behold they be in Hazazon Tamar which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared. Somebody say Jehoshaphat feared. The Bible says Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. And he proclaimed a fast through all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem. In the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O God our father, God of our fathers. And thou art not thou God in heaven and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen and in thine hand is not their power and might so that none is able to withstand thee and not thou art God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people thy people Israel and gavest it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever and they dwell therein and have built this a sanctuary therein for thy name's sake if when evil cometh upon us, they were saying, as the sword judgment of pestilence or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence. For thy name is it is in this house. Somebody say amen. And cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. And now behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldst not let Israel invade, they came out of the land of Egypt and they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say now, they reward us to come to cast out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O God, will thou not judge them? Somebody say, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that thou comest against us, that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children. Upon, then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Matania, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation and he said, Hearken ye all Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus said the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours. Somebody shout hallelujah. But God's. And he said tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold they come up by the cliff of seas. And shall find them at the end of the brook. Before the wilderness of Jeroel. You shall not need to fight in this battle. He said, set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Somebody shout hallelujah. He said, the Lord will be with you. Somebody shout hallelujah. He said, the Lord will be with you. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head and worshipped God. Somebody say amen. Today I want to interest you in a very interesting reality of present truth. Praise God. Tell your neighbor 
Tell your neighbor. Whatever you fight, you ignite. Turn to the other one too. And tell them, neighbor, whatever you fight, you ignite. Whatever you fight, you set ablaze. Whatever you fight, you set ablaze. Whatever you fight, you empower. Somebody shout hallelujah. Whatever you fight, you give strength. Tell your neighbor, the battle is not yours. Tell them again and tell them, the battle is not yours. Psalms 140 verses 7. The Bible says, Oh God, the Lord, that strength of my salvation. He says, Thou hast covered my, my head in the day of battle. When, it, when battle came, you covered my head. Let, let me explain what that means. When something sets itself against you, God covers your head and your face One for, for two reasons. One, that you're not harmed, but number two, that you don't even need to see what he's doing to your enemies. Ha <laughs> ha! Somebody shout hallelujah. One time the psalmist had enemies too. And God told the guy, you know what? The battle is not yours. Let me cover your head. Let me cover your face. You don't even need to see. They don't even need to come near you. I can deal with them here when I'm covering you. Yeah, hallelujah. Here I'm covering your head, but here I'm like, pow, pow, pow. To see blood, praise God. Tell somebody the battle is the Lord's. Christians have not yet known the difference between the battle and the war. And tonight I want to submit to you that there's a difference between battles and wars. A battle is an altercation. It's a, it's a fight between two individuals. Praise God. War is bigger than battle. It's long term. War is a collection of battles. <laughs> a collection of battles is war. Who has understood what I just said? And God has not called you to fight battles, but he has called you to fight wars. War, wait. I'll explain your war. And I'll explain your battle. You see, one time I was praying about seeking God, the mind, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 5. If you set yourself to fight the battle, you understand? The Bible says for every battle of a warrior is with confused noise. Right? And garments rolled in blood. If, if you say, I'm going to go for battle, you will bleed. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you say I'm going to go for battle, you will bleed. Because it's going to come past, it will contact you. Why? Because this is you fighting the devil. You, you understand? You, I've heard Christians say things like I'm fighting, oh, I fought the battle of this. I fought the battle of sickle cell. I fought the battle, I'm fighting a battle of, 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 of what? Uh, this disease. I'm fighting a battle of this virus. I'm fighting a battle of this. I, 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 I believe God to win the battle of this. Oh, he's battling with this. And I'm thinking, do you know what you're doing? You're going to roll with blood. You're going to sit in the noise of confused men. It's possible to win without a battle, yet with a fight. <laughs> Who has understood what I just said? God has not designed human beings to fight battles. He has given us the grace to fight wars. Do you understand what I'm saying? The battle is not yours. The battle is not yours. The battle is not yours. <laughs> First Timothy chapter 6 verses 12. The Bible says, fight the good war. Fight the good fight of faith. Of faith. That's your fight. That's your fight. 
fight the good fight of faith. He says, lay hold of eternal life from whence thou hast been called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. Get a hold of this thing. Lambanal it. Receive it in your spirit. Understand how eternal life functions for your glory and victory. In the New Testament, there is no instruction in the New Testament dispensation that speaks of Christians fighting battles. It's not there. Read your Bible. He says that the weapons of our... He says, even though we are in the flesh, even though we are of the flesh, even though we, 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 we walk in the flesh, he says, verse, the verse before, he says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Ours is a war, not a battle. But if we are walking in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. He says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Somebody say mighty through God. He says, for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against our knowledge of Christ and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The problem is here. It's not the witchcraft in your mother's garden. It's not the stuff they planted behind your car. It's not the sorcery they put on the streets. It's here. Strongholds. Imaginations. All thoughts to the obedience of Christ. That after all your obediences come, the Bible says all disobedience will be punished. That means if you obey that pattern, if you understand that principle and do it right, he says for your obediences, no, 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 not that where we're at before in the verses before where we're at. He says, in the next verse, yes. So he says, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The next verse says, verse 6, and having the readiness, the Bible says, to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. He says, God is ready to fight anything that disobeys him if your obedience is come through. You understand what I'm saying? He's ready to fight all manner of disease that goes against the course of your life. All manner of struggle. All manner of turmoil. All manner of pestilence. All manner of peril. If your obedience comes through. And what's your point of obedience? Stay away from battles. Fight wars. Stay away from battles. Fight wars. They look like the same thing. You say that wars, the wars are collections of battles and you're saying I'm not supposed to fight battles but I'm supposed to fight wars what's the point? I thought wars, battles this whole thing is a whole fight. No, 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 there's a difference let me explain why or what the difference is. When he says in Timothy that fight the good fight of faith lay hold of eternal life and I want you to listen to that. He says fight the good fight of faith lay hold of eternal life Fight the good fight of faith. Comma. Lay hold of eternal life. Did you hear that? Fight the good fight of faith. Comma. Lay hold of eternal life. Fight the good fight of faith. Comma. Lay hold of eternal life. He's saying the only way you can fight the fight of faith is understand what is understanding what is eternal. And this is life eternal. That they might know the one true God and his son Jesus. Let me explain the eternal plane of victory. I know some of you don't yet understand this. When, when he said fight the, the good fight. Fight the good fight. Fight the good. The Greek word there for good is kalos. K-A-L-O-S. And guess what kalos means. Kalos means beautiful to look at. Fight, fight. Fight a fight that is beautiful to look at. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Fight a fight that is beautiful. That when people see you fighting, they enjoy it. Because they know who is going to win anyway. <laughs> Praise God. 
Men know this. Some men know this. Those of you who watch boxing. Huh? Huh? How many men watch boxing or were watching boxing? Yes. There are certain fighters I never enjoyed watching. They were not fun. They had victory, but they were not fun. You understand? They were not fun to watch. You, you watch them boxing, but there was nothing beautiful about that. You just, yeah, ba 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 ba, punching a guy heavy and a guy dies or falls out. That's it. But I wonder which man watched Muhammad Ali and did not enjoy that guy's fights. How, how many of you understand what I'm saying? He used to just do this and he would say, floating like a butterfly, I sting like a bee. Da, 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 da. <laughs> My God. He, then he starts fighting and then he starts speaking to the guy. You, you, you're hitting like a girl. You're hitting like a girl. Hallelujah. And you're, you're hitting like a girl. This is Muhammad Ali. This is you're hitting like a girl. Come on, do it bigger. No, no, you're wasting my time. What are you doing? Come on. You understand? He provokes the guy. Da, 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 nothing. Then in those last minutes, the guy switches on. <laughs> Hallelujah. It was a beautiful fight. That's why they call him the world's greatest. Boxing was a f- sport when you watch Muhammad Ali. It was a sport. It was a sport. He, he, he was beautiful to watch. Now the difference between you and Muhammad Ali is simple. This is the part where you don't receive a punch. <laughs> Somebody say hallelujah. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. He always causes us. Always causes us to triumph. Always. Always causes us to triumph. Always. You enter knowing. The poet enters knowing. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. He always causes us to triumph. Always. That's why it's good. Because there is no way you lose. You see, you need to lay hold. You need to receive in your spirit of eternal life to understand this. Okay, probably let me make it, let me make it simpler. Second Corinthians tells you, chapter four, that for our light affliction, let me explain this. For our light affliction, but you see, apostle, mine is not light. It's a life-threatening disease. Listen. For our light affliction. Which is but for a moment. You see. The situation that happened to me. You'll say. Is irreversible. Practically impossible. And, and Paul acts like he hasn't known what you're saying. Jesus acts like he doesn't even understand what you mean. Oh, you, you don't know what I'm going through. No, 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 no. We have not a high priest who cannot be touched with our infirmities. He knows how bad it is. He probably even knows how bad it is more than you know. And that same priest tells you that for your light affliction, which is but for a moment. He says it cannot be compared. It worketh for us a far more exceeding, far more exceeding, far, it worketh for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. And the next verse says, while, that's what we leave out, while we look not the things which are seen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal it works for you a great glory while you look not at the things that are seen but at the things that are not seen for the things that are seen are temporal and the things which are not seen they are eternal okay you went to a doctor and then they put your blood under a micro what do they call a microscope telescope microscope joking 
And then they saw a virus right there. It entered the class of things seen. <laughs> and God put a post to that virus and he says, no, for the things that are seen, they are temporal. This is incurable. No, 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 no. Did you see it? What do you mean? To science, it's incurable. To God, he said, if something can be seen. I don't know who I'm talking to. You're walking down the road. And then you check your account. And it has zero balance. <laughs> You've seen it. And God said the things that are seen. They are temporal. That means they have an end to them. Oh, it has an end. Tell your neighbor it has an end and it won't end you. Tell your neighbor it has an end and it will not end you. When you understand this, you cannot worry about disease. Temporal. But for a moment. But you have to see it. You have to lay hold of it. Because you see, the things that are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So he tells you, look, when you fight the good fight of faith, he says, lay hold of the life which is eternal. <laughs> lay hold of that which is eternal. Because when you look through the eyes of eternity, Go back to Timothy. I want to show you something. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Listen, lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed the good profession before many witnesses. And the next verse says, I give thee. He says, I give thee, church, this in the sight of God. Who, listen, listen. Who, and, and I'm going to explain this eternal life. He says, who quickeneth all things. And before Christ Jesus who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession. And the next verse says, that thou keep this particular commandment, the good faith, that you keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable, until they appearing. This is forever of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Now listen to the, to the next verse. Which in his time he shall show who, the Bible says, is the blessed and only potent, the King of kings and Lord of lords. And the Bible says, who, listen, only has immortality. Only. There is no mortality with him. You didn't get me. This God has only immortality in him. Only. That means nothing in him can die. Did you just understand what I just said? Nothing in him can die. Nothing in him can die. Nothing. I thank God that he put the word only. Somebody shout hallelujah. The Bible has said in him only dwells immortality. Only immortality. Only immortality. Only immortality. Deathlessness. That means when you're in him, you don't worry about anything dying. But you see, Apostle, this looks like it's dead. It looks. You can see it. Aha. Uh -huh. Put it in the temporal. We've seen your results. You got 
Nothing that you see can kill you. Nothing. Nothing that you see can kill you. Nothing that is seen can kill you. Nothing. But what of those who die, apostle? They don't know. He says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Somebody say, I refuse to die. I refuse to die. I refuse mortality. It's not my person. It's not my story. Not for my life. Not for my ministry. Not for my marriage. Not for my children. Not for my health. Not hey! This is a command by God. It's not an appeal. We don't ask you. Seriously, Christian, get serious about your life. Lay hold of eternal life. Stop bleeding. Stop bleeding. Stop fighting battles. This is what he means when he says fight the war, but the battle is not yours. This is what he means. If you're talking of, say you have a disease or you have a financial problem or you have a relationship problem, your marriage, your children, or something disturbing you. Whatever you want to classify it over. That's a battle. He doesn't expect you to fight it. You'll just ignite it. Who has understood what I just said? Don't even avoid conversating about it. Stop. That's American English. Conversing. That's British. Stop conversing about it. Don't even talk about it. Some of you know how to narrate facts. You see, I was told I'm going to. I, this this happened in my life. You see, the, the, no, stop. What does Job say? Job says the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. He says the thing that I greatly feared. No, the amplified. Give the amplified of that. Yes, for the thing which I greatly fear comes upon me, and that which I'm afraid befalls me. You understand? He says, I was not at ease. That means you're always restless. Oh God, that's igniting. <laughs> oh God, oh God. What am I going to do about this money? What am I going to do about this? Oh my God. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't sleep. You wake up at 2 a.m. Oh, 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 3 a.m. You lose sleep. You toss and turn. Oh, oh God. Let me go drink some water. You're not at ease. Hallelujah. You're not quiet about it. You're ever talking your problems. And some of you just know how to narrate. I need to speak to you. Then you start telling somebody. And the Bible says, trouble what? Comes. Somebody shout hallelujah. Let me see if I can read you something. I read something some many, many weeks ago. Let me see if I can read it for you. Proverbs chapter 1 verses 33. The Bible says, whoever hearkens unto me, if, if a man listens to me, if a man listens to God, the Bible says, that man will dwell safely and he shall be quiet from the fear of evil. Who has understood what I just said? Stop narrating your problem. Like I say, I, you see, uh, you understand? This, this is happening in my life, you see. This is not working. This is working. No, no, no. When you listen to God, when you learn, this is eternal life. You, you must know how God works. You must know how the things of God work. God, God hates it when you, when you start talking about your problems. You're killing yourself. You're killing yourself. You're destroying yourself. He says... If a man listens to me, he shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from the fear of evil. He shall be quiet from the fear of evil. That means if, if a man doesn't listen to God, he's always talking his fears. You're always narrating what you fear. Oh, this could happen. What if this happens? But this can happen. You see, you see this can happen. But you're, you're giving it life. You're giving it life. You're entering the battle. Let me explain what it's like to have eternal life. To, to lay hold of eternal life. To fight the war and not fight the battle. When he you says your weapons are not carnal, 
They are mighty in Christ. They pull down strongholds, cast down imaginations, break every high thing that exalted itself above your knowledge of Christ and brings all thoughts to the obedience of Christ. To the all thoughts, all thoughts to the obedience of Christ. It means, you see, God is saying, fight to believe that I've done it. When you say God will do it, you're getting into battle. <laughs> because you've created it. He has said, you have been blessed, not you will be. With every spiritual blessing, not you, you will be. No, he says, you've been blessed with every spiritual blessing. You've been given everything that pertains to life and, and godliness. He has given, he says, I've overcome. That means it is done. When that man went on the cross, he said, it is finished. That was the last day you were to consider anything as a battle. The day that man on the cross said it is finished, that was the last time you considered anything as a contender against you. From that day, Paul saw it and he says, for all things are for your sake. All things are for you. That's why it's beautiful. Because all things work together for good. For them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. But you see, I don't see the good in it. It will come. Lay hold of eternal life. God will change it. He can change it. He can. Listen. With him, there is no immortality. There is no deafness in him. It's not there. There is nothing God can't, there is nothing God cannot change. Tell your neighbor, there is nothing God cannot change. The triumphant victory is because God honors our faith in what he has done. That we don't labor to look at the afflictions in our lives as things we need to fight. Our true fight is to believe that they are fixed. Who has understood what I just said? God is not looking for, for somebody who feels okay and he says, oh, I am healed. No. God is looking for somebody who will wake up with the worst pain in the world and fight the fight of faith and look beautiful because they know that he was wounded for their transgressions. He was bruised for iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Peter 2, 25 says, and by whose stripes ye were healed. Why? But I'm feeling pain. You were healed. Can you fight to believe it? That's your war. That's your war. It's that place you feel and say, oh, I refuse to be sick. I don't fall sick. This is not me. Ah, no. I refuse to fail. But everything else shows you're failing. Yes, temporal. But for a moment. Somebody shout hallelujah. Warfare is convincing your mind. In, it's convincing your mind of what God has done. That regardless whether it's present continuous physically. In your head it's past tense. And the end of it is defined clearly. Immortality for you and mortality for it. That's called warfare. That's called warfare. Have you noticed that people who who quote unquote fight what they call spiritual warfare are the most beaten things you've seen in the face of the world? Those people who know, we break those things. We break. What, 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 what did God break? <laughs> I refuse. I, I break. What, what are you breaking? Those demons of our family, the generational curses that are following me. Oh, they are following you? I thought the Bible says the prince of this world has nothing in you. When did he have start having demons in you? Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, there are things that are that are they have refused me to grow. Who told you? And what's their what's their lifespan? Tell me. There is nothing frustrating you that does not have an expiry date. It's not there. It is not there. There is nothing, however bad it is, there is nothing that frustrates.
frustrate your spirit without an excuse. You, you just need to look at uh, I, best before. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Tell your neighbor everything disturbing me has an expiry date. It does. It does. It does. But you see, you don't understand. The doctors say doctors. They also have an expiry date. No offense, docs. <laughs> no offense, docs. <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day, I know many old drunkards, but a few old doctors. You want to know why? Because many of them, when they get indulged in medicine, they imagine every possible thing that could happen to them. So, Christian doctors, treat people as they grow in faith. But don't put your faith in medicine. Put your faith in God. You understand what I'm saying? Put your faith in God. The just shall live by faith. Treat people as we grow the faith. We need you. Seriously, we do. We need you. Because as you're treating, they're growing. They're growing. Faith. We don't want them to die while they're still believing. No. Give them drugs. Let them grow. Let them grow. You know, if it's incurable, the word is here. If it's flu, vitamin C, they're good. They move on. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? But even as a doctor, you have to outgrow that. And look into the, the word, hallelujah. And, and, and put your health there and say, God, this is where I'm at. Right here. The just shall live by faith. Did you hear what I said? The just shall live by faith. The day you stop believing, you will surely, let me add the word surely, die. Praise God, somebody. says, when does it expire? When does this issue expire? At the sound of revelation. He says, having eyes, they see not. Having ears, they hear not. Least at any time, they should hear with their ears, see with their hearts, uh, with their eyes, understand with their hearts. He says, and, and I, they should be converted and I should heal them. Should, not will, not pray. This is beyond whether he wills. This is should. It Ooh, English. This is should heal them. That means God, his hands are tied in the should. If your eyes can see and your ears can hear and your heart can understand. He says any time. List at any time. Any time. Do you know that right now you might have a disease that is incurable right now? And then your eyes see what I'm preaching. Your ears hear what I'm saying. Your heart conceives it. And immediately, like right now, it's gone. This is your problem. Some of you have to first gun check. <laughs> Why you look not? Don't you get it? Why do you continue looking? Who has understood what I just said? Why do you continue looking? Some of you, you pray while checking. Listen. Check. Continue checking. You pray while looking. You pray while looking. You pray while looking. No, no, no. Lay hold of eternal life. See, I'm going to say something very dangerous, but it's true. You don't need a machine to tell you you're healed. You don't need. That's for babes. And nobody can debate this in scripture against what I've just said. Because it's true. But you see, some of you prefer reason above truth. Some of you prefer reason above truth. So what? If you don't have money. So what? Does that mean you're poor? No. 
You don't need to have enough money to believe that you're rich. No. Even if your pocket is empty. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You're not talking in the place of faith then. If you're talking in the place of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. But this is meat. This is meat. Not everybody can understand what I'm saying. Not everybody can understand what I'm saying. Not everybody can understand what I'm saying. Of course, there are people we take through. There's a lady I'll probably bring her soon. She was in the anniversary. had fibroids. She was supposed to be operated that week. She went to the doctor that week and told them, check again. And the fibroids had disappeared. Beautiful. But what if there was no machine? What if there was no machine? Does that mean she would need to say, oh God, let this machine not find. Let, let this machine not find. Oh God, let this machine not find. Oh God, listen to you. Oh God, let this machine not find. So, so the faith, it's in the machine now. It's in what the machine sees. Do you understand what I'm saying? Faith is the substance things hope for. Oh God, let me find a million dollars in my account. A million dollars, a million dollars, a million dollars, a million dollars. Zero. Oh. Let me believe again. A million dollars. You see, you even, you, you couldn't even say a million. You see what's in your head? Somebody say, zero. Who told you it was zero? Ye of little. Says, Oh God, until no, no, no. Whom having not seen, the Bible says, you rejoice in whom you love. He says, even though you love him, you, you have not yet seen him, but the Bible says, but you rejoice in him. Always giving glory to God, beholding the end of your faith, which is the salvation of your so how does that come how do you receive the end of your faith which is the salvation of your soul seeing him the bible seeing him not the bible says even though having not seen him the bible says you love him though now you see him not yet believing you rejoice with joy unspeakable full of glory and he says receiving the end of your faith even the salvation of your soul did you understand what i just said i have not yet seen him in my finances. Have not yet seen him in my health. Have not yet seen him in my marriage. But, but what, what, what am I supposed to do, be doing? Am I supposed to be doing that? Oh God, pray. Then you come and check whether something has happened. If it doesn't, you go back and say, oh. Then you come back and again and say, no, no, no. He says, when you get in that level of understanding eternal life, you don't need to check to be happy. You start rejoicing. With joy, the Bible says, unspeakable. Thank you, God, because I'm rich. Hallelujah. And the joy comes out of your spirit. Thank you, hallelujah, because I'm rich. Thank you, God, because I am rich. Hallelujah. And then you check and it's zero. And it's, ah, ha, ha. Glory. You will receive the end of your faith, which is the salvation for your souls. But somebody come, ah, Jesus, I believe, ah, I believe. Ah. Then you say, zero. Then you come back. It's still zero. It's still zero. What? You've even said it. It's still zero. You lose sleep and appetite. Because it's still zero. No. S sleep with zero balance and wake up like you're the richest man in the whole world. Hallelujah. S speak conversations and when men start hearing them, they say, this woman is so mad. So, so mad. Yes. The gospel is foolishness to them that are perishing. Let me tell you, nothing, nothing can convince me of poverty. Nothing. Even if I try, nothing, nothing can convince me 
that I'm poor. Nothing. But what if you woke up and had nothing on your account and had nothing on your name? Nothing. Do you understand? Nothing can convince me that I'm not wise. It's not there. Even if I try, it's not there. Because he has been made my wisdom. My redemption and my son. Nothing can convince me that I've failed. Nothing. Sin, temporal. Yeah, I see that. Yes, that's, that's temporal. Then change who I am. That's warfare. I put my thoughts to the obedience of Christ. I break every high thing that exalted itself above my knowledge of God. If I know God for being a healer, why am I feeling pain and I observe that pain? No. If I know God as being a provider, why should I see empty pockets and think I'm poor? No. Breaking every high thing that exalted itself above my knowledge of Christ. I know him for this. Anything that is contrary to that, I break it. It's called warfare. Tell anybody it's called warfare. Then God deals with the battle. God deals with the battle. You won't bleed in there. It will be beautiful to watch. Why? You will go through a dry spell happy. <laughs> and enter an abundant spell still happy. And many people look at you and not think at one point you are ever dry. <laughs> Woo! Who has understood what I just said? Yes. Let me tell you, Christianity can be so happy. I mean, you can choose to live happy from today until the day you die. Regardless of the temporal sin, you can choose to be honestly happy until the day you die. You can choose. You can choose to be happy. Tell your neighbor, I choose to be happy. I choose to maintain a joy unspeakable full of glory it's my choice one preacher was saying you know some of you think salvation is just a sweet by and by a joyous thing where you just enjoy and smile all through say hey, up to heaven no salvation has problems oh I said oh my goodness help this guy it depends on, 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 on how you see them this is meat we are not saying that things don't hit us. Ah, we are saying when they come, they come and bounce and go back. And it's beautiful. It just looks beautiful. Always. Do you know going through something and then you ask God, one time I went through something and said, God, what, what, what victory? What, what, what testimony are you trying to pull out of this? Come on, seriously, tell me. Seriously, seriously, guys, don't tell. What are you trying to do? Seriously, God, what, what are you up to? <laughs> Why are we going here? That's somebody who has understood. Do you understand what I just said? That's warfare. You, everything that happens, you see an end to it. With a weight of glory. With a deeper weight of glory to it. That's why I said, you see. Sometimes. The biggest victories. Come from people who have been beaten the most. You understand what I'm saying? Because he says it far works for you. A weightier glory. While you look not at the things which are seen. That means take your eyes off these things you see. Take, 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 take your eyes. Take, take your eyes off. Take your eyes off. I know it's hard. Some of you like checking. You check, you check. You go on the internet, you check. <laughs> look at the things that are not seen. Joy unspeakable full of glory. Enjoy your journey of healing. Enjoy your journey of breakthrough. Enjoy your journey of restoring, restoration in your marriage. Enjoy your journey of God rebuilding your ministry. When you are down, you are happy. As it continues going up, you are happy. But you see, you have never changed. How come you have never changed? See, I know who I have believed. 
in him there is no immortality. How can I worry? If I don't expect it to die, how can I worry? You understand what I'm saying? Gideon has three or four armies. I mean Jehoshaphat. Remember, let's go back a bit in 20. Jehoshaphat has about three or four armies. All of them are attacking one man. And this is saying, God, you're the one who separated waters for us. You killed our enemies. Israel has refused to attack them, but they're still attacking us. They said. And they tell him, God, will you not judge us? And God is saying, what's wrong with you? Jehoshaphat means God has judged. You're asking me why I've not judged? Yet I gave you a man that represents that I've already judged this in your favor? Woo-loo-loo. Did you understand what I just said? The name Jehoshaphat means God has judged. The children of Israel are saying, God, judge this matter. Listen, I have judged it already in your favor. God, deal with this court issue. I have dealt with it already and it's in your favor. God, judge this disease. have dealt with it already. Maybe you're looking at what is sin to ask me to judge what I've already judged. So he comes on a prophet and he tells him, look, tell them. And Jehoshaphat too. He said, thus saith the Lord, be not afraid. That, that's not a request. It's a command. If you're here and there's some that has been frustrating your spirit, I'm not going to ask you or advise you. I'm going to by God command you. Be not afraid. The Bible says Jehoshaphat went to God and he feared. The first thing God dealt with was fear. He says, ah! Before we even deal with what you want me to deal with. Be not afraid. Not dismayed for by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours. Why are you afraid? How are you the one fighting? This is my battle. God is saying. Now, the Bible says, it is 2 Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 18, after God telling them, telling Jehoshaphat, now I want you to show you a believer. He told him, in verses 18, Jehoshaphat bows his head and his face to the ground, and all of Judah and the inhabitants fell before God worshipping him because they had received the word. And the next verse says, And the Levites of the children of Kohathites and of the children of Kohathites, Kohathites stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a loud voice on high. Why were they praising? What is praise? <laughs> what is praise? Praise is the confirmation of your affirmed victory in God. That's what praise is. Praise means I know you've done it. That's why I tell people, when you come to church to praise, praise God. When you come to worship, don't spare, hallelujah, because they don't know where you're coming from. They, they don't know where you've been through to come here. Stop being apologetic for your praise. Some of us have seen so great victories. That's why we praise a bit crazy. He says, oh, in Fanero, they sing a lot. You don't understand. They pray so long. The service becomes so long because they're praising God. You don't get it. They rose up early in the morning. Verse 20. And they went forth in the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so you shall be established. Believe in his prophets, you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with your people, because he knew the battles of the Lord, troops are coming that outwear them in strength and number. The Bible says, he got singers. with sword, spear, javelin they have 
shields upon them and you're coming with worshippers. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? And the Bible says, <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. He appointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise the beauty of his holiness. And as they went out before the army to say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. They began to sing and praise the Lord. And as they were singing, the Bible says, The Lord set ambushments. The, the Lord. The, the Lord. The, the Lord. Tell your neighbor, The Lord set ambushments. And the Bible says, Against the children of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir. The children of Ammon stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy one another. They fight each other after fighting each other. Tribe against tribe, they face each other, kill until everyone is lost. While Jehoshaphat is saying, Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Mighty warrior, great in battle, Jehovah.
wanted to walk here. She's like around there. You've had a stomach issue for some time it has failed to heal. I saw this I think in the morning. Come, you're behind there. Come quickly. There's a lady, you've been having a stomach issue for so long. Sometime your stomach has been sick. Come and I pray for you. Quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hurry. Now, the rest of you put up your hands. I just want to say something spiritual. I just want to say something spiritual. Yes, you're the one I've been looking for. Come. Put up your hands. You spirit of destruction. Get out of her! That she, you, she took poison. That woman took poison. Somebody gave her. So I see it like there's some poisonous substance in your stomach. The Lord heals you. The Lord heals you. Power of the Holy Ghost. 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 God heals you, ladies. Receive your healing now. Power of the Holy Ghost. Power of the Holy Ghost. I command you to leave. In the mighty leave. Leave. Get out of her. Now, the rest of you just put up your hands. I want to say something very, very, very profound. And I'm going to say it now because I've had the spirit of the Lord tell me. Don't worry, he'll qualify it. He'll qualify it. They are small victories and they are great victories in God. Some of you have. In fact, many people here right now at the sound of my voice. Tonight has marked a great, 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 great deliverance. The things you have been seeing, you are not going to see anymore. Holy Spirit, I know who I'm talking to. The spirit of limitation. The spirit of stagnation. Power house. Get out of them. 
listen, I, I, I am seeing more than I can speak. And for those whom I don't have words for, may the power of God right now confirm the words that I cannot articulate in human language. Holy Spirit, touch, 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 touch. Somebody give the Lord a man of praise. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero. Make manifest. Thank you.